But my my worry is is that I researched so intensely that you had a boner for three days. Tell your friends, tell your nephews, tell your cousin, tell your kids, and potentially tell someone else's kids. It's the Guys cousin. on Film podcast. What? Singular. Cousin singular, just the one cousin. The yeah. one good one, not the bad one. Don't tell the bad cousin. What do you mean by good one? Well, the one that's like cool, you know, the one that has like the, you the DVDs and stuff, Got a, gets the DVDs off the guy down the pub. Yeah, He's cool got this one. import from America, yeah? Yeah. It's got like a chip text box. <laughs> and he'll give you uh, 13 games for a fiver in a Tesco carrier bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell him. And uh, then he can illegally download our podcast. But what? <laughs> it's free anyway. <laughs> Just doing it through some sort of illegal means. Uh, yeah. So tell those people, um, especially your special cousin, that it's guysonfilm.co.uk or... It's at GOF podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Or it's facebook.com forward slash guys on film and tell them it's good. And then in a little while, check back and just find out whether or not they've done something about it. And yeah. Pass them. Basically, you've got our authority to bother people about our podcast. But not too much. Not in a way that breaks any laws. I'm Ian. He's Ollie. Hi. We're both guys. We're chatting about film sequels. It's the Guys on Film podcast. Number two's company, three's a crowd. No, three's a wank. <laughs> and well, on that, that note... Three is a... the result of. <laughs> so um, on that note, on that um, sort of sexual note, it's the yeah. return of the porno quiz for Seggy One. Now, can you... Why are we doing this? I was going to say it was the last time you've had a semi. <laughs> you wanted to recreate that. Well, actually, the reason why we're doing it is because there was like a, there's been a kind of anomaly on our stats. download figures, on our stats. Analytics so this one data. Is, yeah, so our porno quiz one was way up on every everything else. It still stands head and shoulders above everything else. So we're just trying to see if does putting porno in the title mean that you get like 4x the normal amount of downloads? No, 3x. Get it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, number three. No, three X, 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 X. Oh, or no. oh okay. Yeah. Right. Pretty okay. good, huh? Talking of sequels, okay. have you ever seen the Triple X sequel? No. I actually wanted to look it up because it looks shit, but um, didn't get round to it. But we have got other sequels in uh, the main part of the show, the deep d- d- dive. <laughs> deep um, dip. Deep, deep d- sheep dip dive. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the main part of the show this week will be on sequels, bad ones. Yeah, number twos. Shiters. Real number twos, yeah. Um, so what are we going to cover in that? I've, you know, we've got uh, Jingle All The Way, two. <laughs> Marley and Me, The Puppy Years. We've got Blair Witch, two. Blair Witch, two. We've got The Crow, two. I've got Blues Brothers, 2000. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's the not mask. the second one. That's not the second one. That's like, you know, 1,999 <laughs> films later. Yep. Uh, I've also got Son of the Mask. So, hey, we've got a lot to talk about. Shall we get into it? Why not? My immediate response to that is always, why? Guys on Bill. Yeah, but guys, we're talking about Bill. It's the Guys on Bill podcast for real. You know what guys talk about Bill. It's the Guys on Bill podcast for real. Tell, tell us about Seggy One. What are we doing? Okay, well, uh, the first time we did the porno quiz, you came up with a, a bunch of different names of okay. por- porno spoofs of uh, real movies. Give us a, you know, I mean, you know, like, Forest Hump. Yeah. yeah, or Saving Ryan's Privates. Shaving, uh, you mean. Sh- sorry, Shaving your Ryan's Privates, yeah. Th- those types of things. I'm just trying to avoid using the ones that I've written down. Yeah, okay. And I had to guess which ones you'd come up with and which ones were actual real um, pornos that had been made with a spoof name from a real movie. 
Yeah. So uh, I've come up with a list this time. Uh, I've actually just got a big list. I'm going to be picking them ad hoc. Be trying okay. to, to gauge which ones you either haven't researched before, which is probably the tricky bit. Right. Um, because I know that you spent a considerable amount of time looking through this stuff. Um, and then also I've just got my list that I've got. So I'm going to kind of mix them up and see what happens. Okay. I, well, I've got a list start. that I can reel off at the end as well. So everyone gets to yeah, hear Yeah, same. I've, I've got some that I've come up with. Um, and we can, you know, come green up. light them or, or shit, yeah, shit them in the bin. You know, it's very hard to not do innuendos right now. In your endo. Okay. Number one. Here it comes. Uh, God. (laughs) Contemporary one. Okay. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) Thor Ragnarok. I'm saying, I'm saying this is one you've made up because it's the last film that you've seen. And it's the first thing that popped in your head because you were, you were trying desperately to think of, of film titles. Popped in there, Ed. So I'm saying that this one is an Ian special, and I'm also shitting it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So number one, correct. You've got one point if we're okay. counting points. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G. I mean, it's another really contemporary one as well. Yeah, there's a lot of them. You'd be surprised. Homecoming. Spider, Spider-Man colon homecoming. I'm going to take a punt on this one being real. Okay, fine. Uh, you're wrong. It's another one that I've come oh. up with. <laughs> Where does he shoot the webs from? You don't want to know, mate. <laughs> well, I mean, I where doesn't he shoot I... the webs from? <laughs> where doesn't he shoot the webs from? <laughs> uh, okay, next one. Uh, diddle her on the roof. <laughs> I mean, it's brilliant. I'm green lighting it. Uh, diddle, diddle her on the roof. <laughs> That, um, that's too funny to be you so I'm, I'm going to say <laughs> uh, that is literally too good I'm going to say that's real okay so unverified but this one is one that was listed online as a real one Okay, um, I wasn't able to find it on IMDB though unfortunately okay it's brilliant next one yeah um, gladiator I've, I've, I mean that's that's quite well known I'm going to say it? that one's a that's a real Okay. Again, unverified. I've not been able to actually find it. I think it's a real it. it's a real one, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's more real than one that I've made up. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> ready? I'm I was born ready. Despicable P. <laughs> <laughs> it's a golden shower based film. Shit it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> um that, I mean that's that's truly awful. Um, so I'm going to Despicable say that's P3? an Ian special. That's an Ian special. Yep, that's right. That's correct. It's an Ian special. Um, I mean, I hate the word P as well. Is it in piss? Yeah. Or Urine. just wee. Wee or piss. Not P. Or poop. I don't like that either. Why? Do you explain know. yourself, Ollie? It's, it, sure they're just working. not nice. They're, they're not good sounding words. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're watering something down unnecessarily yeah some poor lad in a gimp mask yeah (laughs) (laughs) a fish tank head Uh, yeah carry on okay well I've got a couple more Paddington Bear B-A-R-E is it CG yeah not as good as the real thing though okay Um, so slightly weird bear and it's CG bear porn a little bit like Sonic the Hedgehog uh, fan art <laughs> uh, I'm saying I'm saying that this one is an Ian special, and you'd be correct again. <laughs> what about um, Paddington Bear Two Marmaladies? Um, it, well, I mean, you know, the first one was you, yeah. so unless unless no, I just want you to decide whether it's the shit in the bin or a green light. 
Do you want a green light a CG movie about a beloved bear having sex? Yeah, I'll, I'll green light the sequel, but I won't have anything to do with the first one. The, I mean, most porno sequels probably don't have anything to do with the first one either. So Okay. Um, fine. Well, the thing is, um, I'm struggling to find ones that I don't think that you've probably seen already. I've got like Hori Potter, Throbin Hood, uh, Mission Impossible 2, Position Impossible. Well, I'd not heard of that one. See, I mean, I wouldn't have known that. Well, that's the whole point, isn't it? Testing my knowledge. Okay, right. One more then. Okay. Ocean's eleven inches. I'm going to say that's. I'm going to, but I think that you came up with this last time, so I'm going to say this is another Ian special. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. This was on a list on the internet. Um, okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. Would you watch it? Um, no, I wouldn't watch any of these. I'm not. I don't have a shed like you do. <laughs> can I? Can I give you the ones that I've made up? Well, I've got I've got my shit other ones, and then you can pitch me on some. Okay. So so I had um, a car and transport based porno called Babe Driver, where the chauffeur just got into lots of sort of crazy circumstances with the people that he's driving around who's yeah. who's in it um jeremy what's his name has he got any of the original cast of baby driver in it at all or? no no, no they're just lookalikes right uh, okay um, i mean because some of them need work potentially yeah yeah uh, i've got the dark plower Okay, <laughs> that's good. Why don't you use that one? That's good. No, I'm sorry, I'm using it now. Um, okay. I've got John's Wick Chapter Two. That's not good. Okay, fine. Uh, Logan gets lucky. <sighs> that's mean, all fine. right. That's yeah, all right. It's not. It's not very rude. It's not rude enough. Yeah, but it, it's implied. Um, okay. Okay, Babe, watch. I mean, the thing is, Baywatch was so close to just being like horribly misogynist anyway. anyway so yeah, yeah, uh, sure, sure, last sure. one I've got. Um, I, it was a horror film that I went on about for ages, and you weren't impressed by how much I liked it. But I've got it comes at night, but spelt C U M S. Okay, what is it like? A, a weird ghost in the woods that just appears over your bed and number threes all over you, covers you in. Um, what what's that thing? <laughs> ectoplasm. Ectoplasm, yeah. Comes you an ectoplasm. Okay, what are yours? Pitch me. The knobbit. <laughs> um for some reason I think that that's probably real. Okay. Well I haven't verified it. The Hobbit Porn Parody. The Knobbit trailer. Yeah. yeah oh, so the- it it's real. Well, the thing is, the trailer's on YouTube, so it might just be a spoof of, like, like a sort of joke. Or, I don't know. Right. I honestly okay. don't know. Okay, fine. Okay, next one. The Lovely Boners. I mean, that's kind of on a level with most of the ones that I've given you today. I mean, I've just, just added... Right. What I've done is I've added an R. Yeah. I mean, are you green-lighting it, or...? No, I'm going to shit that out of the bin, I think. Okay. 12 Years a Sex Slave... That was a little bit on the bone, I think. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it is, but it's also you know playing on the on the Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, so, I mean, this isn't me. This is the this is the porn this industry being out of order. Well, yeah, but you came up with this. No, I didn't. In a way, you did in all the ways. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, I mean, then. would you make a porno out of um, Schindler's List? No. Well, I they mean, did. It's called Schindler's can... Fist. <laughs> okay. They did, they really? Uh, well, at least that's one of the popular ones, but I mean, <sighs> I don't know if it's actually real. No, you wouldn't. You, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't say, you wouldn't even say that. Um, like I did. But I mean, the thing is, one. they made SS okay. Experiment Camp that we talked about on the, yeah. the B-movies. So it's essentially the same thing anyway. Yeah. Okay. So my next one. Cometheus. It's kind, of a ha- it's kind of a half rhyme. Half, yeah. Don't know if that's a real pun or not. 
Not interested. I, I mean, you know, they, I mean, it could definitely be, you know, about a, a group of scientists that, you know, go to this new planet and the, and on the planet, there's loads of sexy men and women and they all want to procreate and fill the planet up with, you know, new species. Just sounds like Star Trek. True. The original uh, series. So I've, um, got, I've got one more. I was just thinking it would be a lot more based around the fact that the aliens got a penis-shaped head. Right. So but, it's essentially the same same sort of film, but it, it's more of a penis head. Yeah, it's just a big pink penis head instead of what the what the xenomorph actually looks like. It's just big and pink with a bell <laughs> on the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, my my last one, the Just Tits League. Okay, what do you think of that one? Just Tits League. Just Tits League. Yeah. Um, and what is it like? A sort of it's just um, superheroes, but they're they're just topless superheroes. Okay, I thought it was maybe going to be like a sort of competitive Twats. tits sort of league. Well, <laughs> like a kind of. Best in show sort of thing. Yeah. No, it's um, not that. No. No, okay. I I don't know. It would probably be better than the real Justice League. Well, we'll we'll find out in a minute what I thought of that. And for that reason, I'll probably shit it in the bin. Because okay. <laughs> it'll never get made. No, I think that one's all right. It's all right, yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay. Should we move on? I think we'd better. Yeah. Live score. How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of 10. Live score. Pro- probably like a, th- a four. So, Ian, uh, how are you? I'm alright. What's crackalacking? What's crackalacking, blood? Um, not much. I've, I've watched uh, Paddington 2 this weekend. Okay. Tell on me on about the sequels, that. on the whole sort of sequel vibe, I've been watching Paddington 2. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. But yeah. the only thing is, I think it maybe built it up in my head a little bit too much because I heard a good review about it. I liked the first one. I think I probably cried a little bit in the first one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is going to be really nice. I'm well up for this. Yeah. And I didn't cry this time. And it was still good. But I think maybe the only bit I was a little bit kind of annoyed with was that the payoff ending was just too obviously signposted. Like, sort of probably lovely for kids, but it's just a bit too obvious for... Cynical Scotsman like yourself. No, just any adults, really. Like, to the point where maybe, like, Paddington's naivety about what was going to happen is actually, like, kind of silly even for him. Like, he's I know he's a naive <laughs> little bear. <laughs> okay, like, fine. But, like, it, it was so obvious what was going to happen, and he's like, oh, oh, really? Ah! And, um... Yeah, but I mean, the rest is that of what he good. sounds like? Yeah, that's exactly what he sounds like. Okay, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thought it was good. Did what you have any was... annoying people in the cinema? Uh, well, it was extremely full of children, um, which was an inconvenience for me. But I mean, really, it wasn't you know, for to be me, expected. Was it? Yeah, to be yeah. expected. Yeah, no, I, nothing worth reporting on that front. Actually, there's one thing worth mentioning was that okay. uh, an adult went off to the toilet. And then when she came back to her seat, um, she kind of tripped on the foot of the person sitting next to me and then kind of fell a little bit, but in sort of slow motion in a way that like anyone really should have been able to just stop themselves from falling. Basically went to put their hand down, stop themselves falling. And I had an empty plastic cup that I'd had a beer in. And you just chucked it all over them. No, it was empty. It was empty. Hold on a minute. You had a beer while watching a kids' film with kids around. Well, you. I'd gone out for a drink before. Oh it. man, you're a rotter. <laughs> I'm not a rotter. Making when... the children smell your beer. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you, mate? It's if sold... you think it's wrong that Ian had a beer during a kids' film, <laughs> then you can contact us at. Guys on film. Oh, I fucking learn, learn it, mate. Learn it. <laughs> if Ollie can't be asked remembering it, then don't even bother contacting us because you can just tell how uninvested he is. So anyway, this person falls over and they, they stretched out to kind of grasp at something to stop them falling over. It could have been my knee. Oh, my goodness. 
Yes. Are you kidding me? Could have been the person next to me's knee, but they hit somewhere right in the middle, and the sort of Pyrex cup that I'd had the beer in uh, took the full brunt of the force, and she just cracked the cup into loads of bits. Oh, shit. Um, Did she cut herself? No. In fact, she checked whether or not I was okay and my drink was okay, and I was like, no, uh, no you're fine. Thank, thanks. But you were too wrecked and you were asleep at the time. I'd had one Saturday afternoon beer, Ollie. Okay. Which we, all, we only took in because it wasn't finished after sitting outside in the sort of restaurant. Oh, we. We, yeah. hey? Oh. Elaborate? Nah. Okay. So what's your life score then? Is that it? Is that what you've got to say? The only other thing I've got to say is right now we're in a transitional period in the apartment and uh, we have no internet. So times are tough, and I've had to open up my DVD collection to get things out to watch. Uh, okay. That's included the original It. Um, right. I rewatched Spaced, the first series. Um, I don't know what I'll watch later, but, I mean, it's all DVDs, and it's a little bit... I don't know how long I'm going to last, really. <laughs> Your days are numbered. Um, yeah, I've basically got like five or six days without internet still to come, so that's bad. But overall, I would say I'm an eighth, 8.5. Okay. What about you? I think I'm just going to hit you with a score straight away. Okay. I think I'm I'm back up to an eight. So I've had a I've had a good week. It's been daughter of the co- of, of the podcast of the podcast's uh, birthday week. So I've had a few celebrations. Uh, I was I, I took her out for uh, a curry, uh, and Dad's you said. Man. So you said, so I, I posted this on, on, on Facebook and you were like, I was saying, gone out for a meal, Rosie's birthday, went for a curry. You knew this and you were like, dad's favourite meal, implying that I had the say-so. Yeah. I think that's what you were implying. Yeah. Yeah? So you admit this? Yeah, that's definitely what I was implying. You were okay. like that, Rosie, what do you want to eat? You want to go for a curry, right? Before she even had a chance to reply. And she was like, mm, well, yeah, that was quite nice. And you're like, well, good thing I've already booked it. Well, here's here's what happens. So if I ever say to Rosie, what do you want to eat? Yeah. She always says curry. Uh, and you could verify this with uh, girlfriend of the podcast, Mandy, because there's okay. been occasions where it's been Mandy, uh, son of the podcast, Eric, and daughter of the podcast, Rosie, uh-huh. and, and myself, yeah. all trying to decide what we want to have. Yeah, and Rosie is always curry. She's and there's no there's no budging on it, and she's always got it in her mind, and she gets in a right stinker, like she gets in a, a proper foul mood because if we try and sway onto another, so it is. It's her. It's her like thing. Father like daughter then. Exactly. So she absolutely bloody loves it. Uh, so I've had a good one. I've, I've, I did a little uh, fun run today, ten kilometers, and that's the furthest I've ran in ages. So I feel quite good about that. Because of ankles. Yeah, because of my ankles. Uh, and I went to, so we went to see uh, the Justice League today. Uh-huh. This is the film, the new film with uh, Bat Ben in it. Yeah. Uh, and Superman with Bat his Black. CG CG face. Yeah. Because they had to uh, CG his moustache moustache off. It does look a bit weird. I must admit, his. You know, I mean, it's not. It's not terrible. I mean, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't be able to do that kind of special effect, but I mean, it's a little bit weird, but overall, here's my thoughts and feelings. And I've only, you know, it's probably about an hour since I've walked out of the cinema. The first half an hour is absolute drivel, like just diarrhea. It's so like one scene after the, after another of just set up, introducing new characters, like, Here's this dude. Here's this dude. Oh, here's something that's going on. Like the kind of thing that like other comic book studios actually sort of make a whole film about. Yeah. They're just trying to cram. And it's only one hour, 50 minutes as well. So they're really cramming this stuff in. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they've kind of got it out the way about who these people are and they go on their main mission, actually starts getting pretty decent. But in a, in a bit of an action nonsense type of way, there's no, there's zero emotion in it. There's like no bit where you're kind of like 
Give a shit. Like, gonna give a shit or gonna have a cry or anything like that. You know, there's no, there's none of that. Okay. Um, I think they reduced Wonder Woman a little bit to, you know, a, a bottom. Um, there's a lot of shots of her, of okay. her bomb. Okay. Um, and, sh- and they, I think they, they overly sexualize her. I think they basically took a step back with that character a little bit in this film from what they did in, in, uh, in, in her film. What do you call um, but, what do you call all the um warriors from her island? What what's their name? The Amazonians. Yes, yeah, so the Amazonians. Somebody posted a picture online of how <clears throat> the the film directed by the female, which is Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and the film directed by the male director, um, the costume design for the Amazonians differed. And Oh, the net fully exposed navels. Yeah, like basically having like sort of um protective shielding across their stomachs uh, versus not at all. And having yeah, as I much mean, flesh on this. Massive massive um, you know, defensive floor there. Yeah. Just aim for their bellies. They're exposed. She was still good, but I think the actual kind of story around her and how the team were interacting with her was still sometimes a little bit suspect. Aquaman, I thought was, he weren't that good, but the uh, the Flash and especially Cyborg were pretty decent. In fact, I really liked the Cyborg character. I thought he was great. He's and I really like Batman as well. Impresses me from the trailer. He's actually pretty decent. His his powers are good and they're interesting. And his his you know delivery is quite good. I, I like Bat, I like Bat Ben as well. I thought he was he was good. Bat Ben was good. Okay. So there we go. It was it was fine. I just wanted to mention Thor Ragnarok. Uh, oh okay. I quite liked it, but I felt that the the only really good bits in it were the comedy, and I wanted to there to have been more of it. Um, a there lot. wasn't as much as 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 you'd been led to believe by the marketing. Pretty much, yeah, and also. It was more obvious that there wasn't enough of it because the setup scenes for the like evil sister character, yeah. um, they just felt like they dragged and really were not of that much consequence. Like just bits where it was like, what's going on? And yeah. then um, yeah, and actually weirdly, like editing, you don't tend to notice unless it's bad or like specifically good because it's like doing something cool and unique there are quite a few yeah. bad bits of editing in this i thought um, okay did you see it i mean i have seen the film but i didn't i didn't recognize the bad bit of editing oh sorry about. that's what i meant you'd seen the film yeah so the, the film so enlighten me there are moments when uh they're in the sort of norwegian dream world where like odin is talking to the two brothers and uh, okay there are bits where like the the, the first part where um kate blanchett's character arrives um, Loki and Thor turn around and start walking towards her and there's just like a couple of bits there where things linger on screen and don't time well with the music and stuff and it just was there were quite a few times like that though I noticed that there were kind of awkward editing moments um, maybe they should start showing you the films before they release them so they can avoid you know all this embarrassment yeah they should I think they should hire me Maybe I can no, run can an just... editor's room like, um, what's his face? Oh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay's editing room with seven yeah. people. Yeah, all having a all having a go. Um, can I just do a little bit of housekeeping? And this is on a on a on a Facebook post that you've just put up. Housekeeping. Um, at no point in the disaster episode did we talk about Geostorm. Oh, did we, we not? And we didn't really even talk about San Andreas either. <clears throat> No, we didn't. Have you seen San Andreas? Yeah. We should well, have talked about it. Uh, well, it totally objectifies his daughter in a really weird way. Like, okay. there's a lot of shots of her underwater with her boobs really close to the camera. <laughs> Hold on. There was a lot of shots of the rock underwater with his boobs near the camera. I think that's slightly different. Maybe if it was his dick near the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but have you not seen the version I've seen? I mean... And that that's you know kind of what happens. What what do you think to the one use of swearing in that film? I don't know, I but it, you've obviously got an opinion on it, so let's. Well, hear I just it. think it was not necessary. But overall, what did you think? I mean, I'm just I'm after an opinion here. It's it was fine. It was just a by the numbers fucking action film that was all right. 
know about the numbers. Didn't really care. Didn't really care about the Rock's wife and daughter. Thought that the daughter's relationship with the weird sort of lawyer guy was rubbish. Yeah, and also oh, the God. bit where the bit where she's like almost dead underwater, and yeah. somehow survives. I mean, that's just fuck. You know, giving her the CPR. Yeah. And he's like, God damn it. And he just does the big punch and she's like, alive. Yeah. This is supposed to be emotional though, Ian. It's supposed to be emotional. It's- but also, if he did that, after about three and a half or four minutes of her being unconscious, when she did wake up at the end and her heart started working, she'd be brain dead, mate. <laughs> that, that much time with no blood flowing to the brain, she's not coming out of it the same way she was before. But even if he's like breathing in a in a mouth, I mean that's the whole point of that procedure, isn't it? Keep the blood flowing, keep the oxygen in. I mean but, he's doing the breathing and the but blood. But for flowing. a large proportion of it, she's unconscious with him only starting to get the blood throwing, f- flowing through the body again. Okay. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, I've got. Can I'd I just say... ask you a, qu- a really quick question? Okay. It's, there's two parts to it. Okay. Wait, don't sound so upset. It's just because um, I'm still thinking about San Andreas. Make me feel better. Have you got, any, have you got anything else that no. you want to say about San Andreas? No. Okay, fine. Okay, so Owen Wilson is still in in London. He's in your area. Um, okay. And he says that he wants to go out for a dinner. Yeah. But what he really wants to try, because he's never tried it before, he says, Ian... I want to try a curry. Wow. Okay. But I don't know what sort of curry to have. Yeah. So what would you recommend? Well, I'd recommend that he has um, probably, because I've stopped eating meat for a while right now, I'd recommend that if he was a meat eater, he have a lamb dansack. And okay. if if he's not a meat eater, maybe he could have the prawn dansack. Prawns are technically meat. Well, they're fish. Oh, this is still meat. They don't grow in the ground. I think fish and meat are different. What the (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fish and cows are different. That much is true. Fish and sheep are different. Welcome to the guys on what meat is different podcast. I mean, fish are different. If you're vegetarian, you can eat fish. No, you can't. It's called a pescatarian. Okay, well, then I'm pescatarian then. <laughs> you're a fucking summit sudden. Okay, so you, you're saying if he eats meat, then a lamb dansack, or if he, he doesn't, he only then eats a prawn. Fish, then go for a prawn. Okay. And if he fine. doesn't have any of that, then we'd both just browse the menu together, sitting yeah. on the same time, side of the table, having a little bit of a hug. I mean, how, how spicy is a dansack? I'd, I'd say it's usually between medium hot and hot hot. So he's going in fairly at the deep end. So what you've noticed is now now this is moving on to the second part of the question. So you've gone back, you've 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 had well, so hold on. much food. I haven't finished. Him and I'd be sharing one pilau rice and sharing one naan bread of his choice. Yeah, he's had a Peshwari naan. Has he? Yeah. He's allergic to coconut. We've had garlic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so You've both you've both gone back to yours. You've you, you know you've sorted the sleeping arrangements out. It's fine, right? You're in the same bed. But what you've noticed <laughs> what? is what, uh, you've skipped the bit that you usually ask me about. Well, let just listen. Okay. You've noticed at one a.m. You've woken up and you're like, his his guts just aren't used to the sort of spices and ingredients used in a curry. He's just not used to it. So you've noticed that he's been doing a lot of like kind of nocturnal emissions while uh-huh. you've been both asleep, but it's woken you up uh-huh. because it's, you know, it's starting to smell, you know, quite a bit. So <clears throat> do you A, go and sleep on the sofa? Do you B, create some sort of barrier with the duvet? So you, you're sleeping on top of it and, and locking in, locking it all in inside the duvet or C, ignore it and hope that, sleep returns to you at some point there is no d um i'd go and sleep in the living room i think it'd just be because i think when you wake up in the middle of the night you don't want a fucking project to manage you don't want calculations to be done 
okay. just right okay this is a, a turmoil of sorts but i'm half i'm only half awake what's the yeah. simplest straight route to the solution to this problem go have a sit in the sofa and maybe have a little glass of water go for a pee and then yeah that's a pee yeah and then uh just get your head down maybe we get a, back to a sleep. blanket yeah Okay, I think, fine. yeah, that's fine. Did you know that um, Owen Wilson visited Argentina for two days? Brackets, November 2004. It's a good fact. There's nothing more to that. That's just it. Ian's shit fact! <laughs> no, I love it because, like, it's just a line item on IMDb. It's like, why is that there? Deep dive? Yep. I think I'll probably double check that. Right, so bad sequels. So what are we talking here? What you know, what are we saying about bad sequels? Why are we doing this? Um Ollie, I don't know why we're doing this, but um let's get on with it. Okay, let's Shall we just cover jump straight in. Blair Watch 2 first because you've got some stuff, I've got some stuff, so let's make sure we get through it. Yeah. Okay. Well, this this one I think is is pretty fascinating actually. So this is Blair Witch Two uh-huh. or the Blair Witch Project Two: Colon Book of Shadows. It's actually listed so, as Book of Shadows: Colon Blair Witch Two for me. So already things are getting pretty interesting. <laughs> you know, certainly interesting for you. Uh, do you want the, the synopsis, Holly? Are you going to do the synopsis? Go on then. The official synopsis. A group of tourists arrive at Burkittsville, Maryland after seeing The Blair Witch Project, 1999, to explore the mythology and phenomenon, only only to come face-to-face with their own neuroses and possibly the witch herself. Wow. Mm. So what what do you think is interesting about this one? Because when when I was actually doing the research for this episode, and we do research because this is a show, uh, even though it's free, there is a certain amount of research that goes into it. And and I think this particular This is unpaid labour that we're doing for people weekly. Exactly. So, but this one feels like, well, one, the kind of, the biggest missed opportunity, uh, apart from the Crow City of Angels, actually. But this one feels like a big missed opportunity. And I think this is the first thing that I kind of want to say about certain bad sequels, is that some of them are just plain bad, like... American Psycho 2, All-American Girl, or Pet Cemetery 2, or, or something like that. Something that's just, you know, made and it's just crap and it never had a chance of being good. It's, you know, had knee thought put into it. But I believe that when they went in to make uh, the, the Blair Witch Project 2, they did so with absolute best intentions. And I really feel like they were trying to make a cracking film, like well, something really different from the first one. Here, here's my, my thoughts on this is because I looked at the trivia on IMDb. When you think about the film uh, just at surface level, there's no Book of Shadows really, even though it's called that. Uh, it doesn't use found footage really. So like that was the gimmick right. and selling point of the first film. Uh-huh. Um, but the first film didn't really have proper lore or like not enough to make the second film out of. So when they went right. into making the second film, I was just kind of thought, well, hold on, isn't the found footage thing really what they should be focused on here rather than non-existent lore? But looking through the trivia on IMDb, it looks like there's loads of stuff woven into it. So they obviously tried really hard to get lots in, but the outcome was none of it really made any sense and it uh-huh. was just executed badly. Well, here's the, here's the thing. So this is Here's Ollie's interesting thing about this film. So this one, this was written in five weeks. Wow. So it was, it was pretty, you know, pretty mad kind of writing thing. But they, they did try and write something, something interesting. So it was basically supposed to have a slow burn descent into madness. So almost like very lighthearted to begin with and a little bit goofy, but then ultimately going really dark and horrifying towards the end. A little bit like, I don't know if you've seen it, Audition by yeah. Takashi Miike. Uh, it's supposed to be like that. It's like... A really goofy, sort of silly film to begin with. And then at the end, it's just, holy shit, absolutely mental. So they shot and delivered this film and the, and basically the producers weren't up for the direction because the, the film of The Blair Witch Project is actually the subject of the sequel. And the characters that are like kind of 
researching it and going off into the forest all represent different reactions to the original film. So like the Wiccan person was upset that the film was even made. There was like a skeptic. There was someone who wants to believe what was happening. So they're all supposed to be that kind of thing. And then they basically go into the woods, they black out um, and then they have like, and then they're basically throughout the rest of the film, they're trying to discover what, what happened. So I'm just going to read you this thing uh, from, this is from the website Bloody Disgusting. And it's actually a really good article. It's a, a kind of in defense of uh, Book of Shadows. Oh, cool. So, okay. So that night, the, dr- the group drinks heavily and completely blacks out, waking up to discover their documents shredded and their cameras destroyed. The tapes are perfectly intact, though. Uh, and so they soon begin combing through the footage to figure out what happened the previous night. It's much more, it's like a much more sinister version of The Hangover. Uh, it's also reminiscent of the way hardcore Blair Witch fans painstakingly analysed every single frame for clues. The process of viewing the Blair Witch project is the plot of its sequel. The, the flash forwards and all the weird editing were also studio mandates. And this edition was nothing short of baffling. It goes on to say, what exactly is the point of giving away the ending mere minutes into the film, which is another sort of studio meddling bit, uh, between the grisly cutaways, because they added a, like a bunch of gore, yeah. like they added a, a gore scene where they were all stabbing people, which was shot in the director's back garden, like six weeks before the, the film actually came out into the cinema. So between the grisly cutaways and the shots of the gang in custody, it's obvious that these characters committed murder while blacked out and the whole film is leading up to their arrest. Telling us up front literally adds nothing and it only destroys any possible suspense. So is that that your opinion as well? I would agree with that take. So I went to see this one at the cinema and I wasn't a massive fan of the the original anyway, but um, I got caught up with the... Like, oh, I really want to see this film. It's going to be like mental. It's going to be like scary. And I, did, I didn't really find it that good because ultimately you're going to see um, what should have been like a documentary at the cinema. And I think if I'd have caught that film at like one o'clock in the morning on Channel 4, um, not knowing what it was, it, it probably would have got me and I would have believed it. But going to see it at the cinema with a bag of popcorn and a, you know, an, an ice blast you know, it, it loses some of its uh, atmosphere. But what, what do you make of that? I mean, it's, it's, it's essentially like there could be a good film in there if they reordered everything and, and put back in some of the... If the director had his way, I reckon there could be a very interesting film, film about, like, you know, the psychology behind going mental over this kind of film, um, you know, and this sort of descent into madness... But instead, it was just like an in- incoherent mess. What do you think about that? What's your opinion? I'm not holding my breath for it, Ollie. I'm not that bothered. I don't. I think. I think because I don't care enough about the original Blair Witch that, like, there was a little bit of intrigue around that because it felt like it was kind of a real thing. Like you couldn't quite tell because of the marketing campaign at the very start of the internet was like, oh wow, like what? What is this all about? Wow. Is it something wow. like? online snuff film or is it actually a marketed like real movie from a studio so there was that sort of intrigue but overall after everyone had seen it they knew what the score was and yeah for the for the second one okay yeah maybe there is a hidden good film there but i don't really care enough about it overall overall okay well i mean i wasn't really asking whether you care it's just that it's an interesting turn of events. I mean, you did say, what do you think? And then I told you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So give me some parents' guide because, you know, <laughs> you clearly ain't bothered. Um, well, one thing that it calls out in Sex and Unity is passionate kissing. Or do you think you're prepared enough for that passionate kissing? Carry on. <laughs> we see several scenes of bare buttocks. Sometimes they're male, sometimes they're female, and sometimes it's just not clear what gender the person is. Brackets. Okay. Because we only see the backside. Right, so you don't see Can't tell. what's going on yeah, a just, bit further forward. Who right. knows? Uh, that woman okay. could just have had a really hairy arse. You just don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so <laughs> this one is quite dark. I'll, I'll do some lighter ones afterwards, right? But 
the way it's written is quite interesting. In what seems to be a dream, we see a bloody baby in water and it's implied the mother killed it. Brackets, at least she psychologically killed it. <laughs> uh, wow. Which is good. And then, he never stood a chance, mentally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she thought it dead in her dream. Um, okay. The others, again, like they're really, they're pretty full on, so just brace yourself. A woman okay. slaps a man. Uh, a tube is put up a man's nose. I was wondering where you were going with that. I was, every every word was, you know, getting closer to, you know, some... A tube quite... is put up uh, a man's uh, nose. Uh, okay. Um, and then also this last one, again, brace yourself. There's talk of beheading. Uh, just move on. This is making me feel queasy. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, that's it for uh, the parents' guide on, on Blair White. Okay, so what have you got now? Um, I've got Halloween 2. Go on. Have you seen it? I have I have seen it. Um, I haven't done any research, which means I can give you any anything of any interest. But um, And I do know that for the new sequel, the one that they're doing at the moment, that they are ignoring the fact that it exists. Okay. Uh, that's kind of fine. I think they heard that um, Sigourney Weaver and Neil Blomkamp wanted to do that with Alien 3. Forget yeah. it ever existed. And they're like, tell you what, we should do that with Halloween 2 and all the rest. Yeah. Um, okay. I think they're doing that with Terminator as well, aren't they? They're forgetting that 3 exists. Okay. Yeah, and all but the it, rest. But it does. Talk to the hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is... Here's the here's the synopsis. The official synopsis. The official synopsis! While Sheriff Brackett and Dr. Loomis hunt for Michael Myers, a traumatised lorry is rushed to hospital and the serial killer is not far behind. He's not far behind. Yeah. So, you know what? When we're talking about bad sequels, I actually don't think this is terrible, but there are a few bits I... in it that are just a bit annoying overall. Like, I always thought earlier that Donald Pleasance was the better performance of um, the Sam Loomis Doctor character because uh, when, okay. when um, what's his name Rob Zombie brought out his versions of Halloween yeah. I was like oh this is crap and also was just thinking like Donald Pleasance did this a lot better but I re-watched Halloween the other night and like Doctor Loomis is just like really annoying through the whole thing like he's maniacal He's off his right. bloody head. Like he, if, like if he was less hot-headed the whole time, and he would, was just kind of delivering information to police officers and being clear about what was going on and so on. Like it would probably all just get sorted out. But like, there's right. loads of these cops just like, mate, you're off your head. Just calm down, calm down. Um, and it's just because he's running about the place like a fool. Um, and actually, like I'd, a fool. You're a fool. You're a fool. I actually think that Malcolm McDowell, McDowell's version of that character is a lot more believable and played a little bit more straight. Um, okay. Anyway, do you want a little shit fact? Yeah, please. Okay, here's a shit fact. To get the role of Michael Myers, Dick Warlock revealed that he passed by a room and saw the Michael Myers mask on a table. Okay. He put the mask on and walked into Rick Rosenthal's office and stood there. Can I? Can I just ask? Yeah. I like. Did you think that he he walked past the room, yeah, all the way past, and then took a backward step and leaned back to see it on the table, like he'd, he'd gone past, yeah, and then done a backtrack, or did he, or did he just stop straight away and saw it? I, I think he backtracked, just like you described. Yeah. He might have even done okay. a spit take. You what? Oh, a Mike Myers mask? Okay, like sort of double head turn. It's audition time. Yeah, so here here it comes. He put the mask on and walked into Rick Rosenthal's office and stood there. After Rosenthal continuously asked him who he was and he didn't reply, <laughs> he took the mask off and asked if he could play Mike Myers. It's me, it's me! I mean, oh. that's not even a story. Why is that on the internet? <laughs> Apparently 118 of 119 people thought that was quite good. Apart from you know, John Carpenter being the the only one that probably thought that was shite. Well, he was quite involved in this, more so than you think. Yeah, I read that he uh, 
he shot some extra gore scenes to make it a bit more bloodthirsty. Yeah, uh, because he thought because that was the trend at the time, if they did just a sort of tense horror like the first one, um, yeah, that it wouldn't be impressive enough. Oh, I'm just going to read you some um, some sex and nudity here, seeing as we're on a sex one. Okay. Okay. The sexual content in this one is far from severe. As it states, it's rather mild, especially compared to most of the slasher horror movies. Severely um, sexual. <laughs> yeah. So this one's actually only uh, two out of ten. Um, sexual severity rating, two out of ten. So a woman's breasts are seen as she gets in and out of a tub, and also during her death. It's a bit naughty. Yeah. Um, a man's buttocks are briefly shown as he steps out of a tub. But so you, there's lots of people getting out of t- buttock, as opposed yeah, to yeah. So there are a lot of bits of you know scenes of people getting out of tubs okay. of butter. <laughs> okay, M- more sex and nudity. No, that's it. Okay. Do you know that um, Dana Carvey made a brief cameo in this film? No. Who later went on to star with Mike Myers. In Windsor. Wow. That's Ian's best fact. That's uh, factception for the week. Uh, but basically, yeah, he, he has a, a kind of the camera just goes past him and he's a reporter who nods, um, or like a cameraman who nods at like the sort of screen anchor for a news channel. Okay, cameraman. Um, so yeah. we're going to have to move on. Sure. Um, what can I just say? A notable mention for shit sequels. I know this is not a second movie in the franchise. It was actually like from ages later. But Halloween H two O has literally yeah. nothing to do with water. <laughs> Stay hydrated. <laughs> like twenty years later, fine. But like, call it H two O. Like, make it what, based in a what's in like the a swimming pool or something. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Like he just started stabbing water people based. underwater. But anyway, fine. Yeah. Next film. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to quickly go through Marley and Me, the puppy years. Um, you can just, you can talk or you can listen. It's only going to be, it's not going to be for very long. It's a short one. Then we can go on the, onto the crow or something. Okay. So official synopsis. More fun from Marley. And this time he speaks. Grown. Uh, the world's worst dog now has an attitude and a frisky voice. He and his summer pal, Bodie Grogan, Cause mayhem at the local dog contest. Marley outsmarts lots of other dogs while winning hearts. Um, there is so many one-star reviews of this film, and I just, I just want to, I just want to read you. So one star. Uh, we turned this movie off after watching it for about three minutes. I even called Redbox, which is in in America. It's like a home delivery DVD service. Uh, I even called Redbox and got a refund of the movie which I've never done that before. It starts off really weird with characters that were not even in the previous movie. Marley is being watched by his neighbour boy and his mom thinks her son is a screw-up. Their acting was terrible. Once Marley started talking, we turn the movie off. Marley is played by a real dog, but his mouth is animated. It looked really cheesy. If Marley's mouth won't have been animated we would have probably watched it for another three minutes or so. This movie is meant for kids ages four to eight. But the first one wasn't. The first one was quite dark. Yeah. Does he not die in it? Oh, he really dies, yeah. Yeah, so like, how's he in the second one? That's like, you know there's that film Titanic Well, it's the too. puppy years. It's a, it's a prequel. Oh, the puppy years. Okay, fine. Yeah, the puppy years. But I, I always thought that they got him from practically a puppy anyway. But do you know about Titanic too? How can that even be a thing? I don't know. Anyway. Tell me. No, I don't know. I've not looked it up. I'll look it up as we go along here. Um, fine. All I right. don't want to read any more about Marley and me. So let's let's move let's move on. Okay, I'll try and be really quick here. I've got Son of the Mask. Did you ever see this? Uh, no. I saw it in the cinema. But it was another one of these kind of like, Jim Carrey doesn't want to do the sequel, so, but we need one. Yeah. Well, actually, Jim Carrey was asked to reprise the role of Stanley Epkiss in The Mask, uh, and he accepted, but he quit once he read the script, knowing that the movie would be a failure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good call, Jim. So it's weird. Like, it's really, like, it's quite scary 
I think. Like, the visuals are fucking weird. It's got really shit CG effects, and, like, some of the visual gags and stuff in it are just mental. It's probably <laughs> worth re-watching, because I haven't seen it since I was in the cinema, but it's just rubbish. But I think it's worth re-watching because it's probably quite, like, sort of scary sci-fi psychological torture film of some kind because like a lot of the like so there's some masquerading as a kid's film yeah it's like i think it's quite harrowing for children to watch this like some of the characters okay. the other weird thing is have you ever seen that program lazy town yeah what's Spartacus. that what's all that about yeah it's mental like they've got these facial prosthetics i've watched things. all of it i've watched all of it but the facial prosthetics thing what like why don't know. It's just it is bizarre. It's got a weird look to it. But anyway, so does the mask in this. Like it's a like a really weird prosthetic mask. But anyway, so it's no, it's not Jim Carrey. Um, no. He was replaced by Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. And when asked why he agreed to do MTV's Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, who I think disappeared after South Park gave him a really hard time. Right. But in okay. fairness, if I want to read you these next few things. You know, you'll be glad that South Park did give him a hard time. When, okay. when asked why he agreed to do the film, Jamie Kennedy's response was, "I'll give you two point five million reasons." Well, did he? No, he didn't give them two point five million. So he meant he meant dollars, right? Yeah, he meant, meant the money. Yeah, um, pretty, pretty funny, I suppose. Jamie Kennedy reportedly hated his time in Sydney whilst filming the movie. Hardly anyone recognized him in public. And he was repeatedly turned down by local women in bars who had no idea who he was. So that actually, that's that's a good fact because it makes you feel better, but it does also paint the guy as a prick as well. Yeah. Film critic Richard Roper admitted that in the, first, in the five years he co-hosted with Roger Ebert, um, the, yeah. this film was the closest he'd come to walking out halfway. Wow. Looking wow. back, he wishes wow. he had walked out. Right. Uh, so yeah, overall, real shiter. I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, actually, do you do you remember the mask? What did you think of the yeah. mask? I, I didn't. I, t- I didn't love it. I got. I got to admit. I think uh, basically it was just oh Jim Carrey's good, isn't he? But he's he's so much better in other things. Oh yes, yeah. But I mean, the reason the mask was a success is because it's like yeah, Jim Carrey is just off his he's head, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Wacky as hell. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's about it for that. I did have one other fact, but I can't be bothered with it. Okay, fine. We'll move on. Okay. okay. Uh, do you want to quickly talk about The Crow? I mean, it's quite. I mean, this is quite a dry one, but we'll we'll just quickly go through it. Okay. Uh, so the crow, the crow, crow. To city, city of angles. That's a city of angels. So I'll give you the official synopsis. The official synopsis. The spirit of the crow resurrects another man seeking revenge for the murder of his son. Um, now this one is quite similar to Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Okay. In that the name the is first... City of Angels, Book of Shadows. Yeah. That's it. That I mean that's that's why. Yeah. It basically was written as a completely different film in style to The Crow. It was more of a less of a revenge film and more of a kind of journey of a person coming to terms with something, getting some sort of redemption, blah blah blah. It's, you know, supposedly a really good script, but very, very different. Uh, the first cut was 160 minutes long. Okay. And and didn't bear much resemblance to the first one. So the producers uh, demanded a reshoot and a re-edit to make it more like the first film. So they added in some more like the crow on a motorbike, more shots of crows just flying around. <laughs> um, yeah, so it ended up being 84 minutes long. So that's how much stuff... Um, had been had been taken out okay. um so again it it got bastardized and re-edited to suit the needs of the production the producers and then completely just you know was was not like the creators in, intended so it's another it's another one of these is there a good film there they wanted to do something different and then all of a sudden no which I guess maybe is a little bit like what's going on with, uh, you know, the old Star Wars people at the moment is that they tr- they try and do something a little bit different and then the producers say, that's too different though. Yeah. But what they do on Star Wars is that they don't let the whole film be shot. They kind of fix it, so to speak, like there and then. 
Okay. Wow. Um, so there was one. There was one interesting thing in the in the making of. Uh, well, it's like a, an interview, a series of interviews. Um, and one of them was was with the concept artist. I know how much you love concept art. Yeah. He, he's he's basically saying how there there were some amazing visuals in the film, but they got they got cut. And he's saying this as there's a drawing of a police station with a tribal tattoo. Uh, and I, I kind of at that point feel that maybe re-editing it was probably the right thing to Good do. Good idea. Uh, yeah. yeah, John Bon Jovi auditioned was, was for the Was there any other role, explanation of that? No. Um, Sorry, John Bon Jovi? So yeah, John bon, yeah he, he auditioned for the lead role of The Crow. Really? Um, Interesting. Yeah, he did, yeah. Really? Wow. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there you go. It was originally supposed to be a very different film to the first one and also very different to how it ended up and probably a hell of a lot longer. I still think there's actually some pretty good visuals in it, but... Like a you know, police station just, without a tribal tattoo. No, there's some quite nice, like, artistic imagery in there that's that's quite Renaissance people. It's like a kind of, Some of it is set in like a kind of Day of the Dead style holiday festivity sort of thing okay. so there's lots of these like masks and stuff and it looks quite it looks quite good but i think the actual edit and how confused the film is just makes it like a real arduous watch um in sex and nudity um so somebody <laughs> okay. somebody has noted we see many bare breasts an orgy has people having sex standing up Mostly while clothed. So I mean, they, they've they've written that this is severe. Um, so I wonder if like the orgy was with people lying around in beds, they'd be able to accept that. But because they're standing up, it just really with, with their clothes on. Yeah, riled this person up. Yeah. Um, it also says a man masturbates in a peep show. Um, not unlike you doing research for the porno quiz. Okay, so what are we doing next? Probably wrapping up actually. Okay. Um, have you, just, have you ever seen Crow wanted... Wicked Prayer? That's the third one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Eddie Furlong. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Eddie Furlong was actually in another bad sequel, Pet Cemetery Two. Oh really? Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Which um, was which was pretty. The Crow pretty Wicked bad. Prayer is more star-studded than the second one, though. The second one's got Iggy Pop in it, but he's probably like a sort of background. Character, but yeah, he's like, well, he is not quite. He's, he's a baddie. He curve. was actually supposed to be. He was actually supposed to be in the first film as uh, I think it's Fun Boy, okay. um, one of the main kind of crack robo RoboCop style crack criminals. Right. Uh, so he was actually supposed to be in the first one, but pulled out because he was like on tour or something. Right. Yeah. So there you go. So they got him back in for the second. One. <sighs> okay. So is that about us? Yeah, can I, I? I don't want to go through it, but I've, I did actually have one bit of um, sex and nudity. I know this is a lot of sex and nudity in this episode, yeah. so we're going to have to rate it triple X. Okay. But this is for Donnie Darko 2, which was called S. Darko, okay. um, named after the sister Samantha Darko, which is supposed to be absolute shite. But the sex and nudity, uh, I just want to read it, and then we can go straight into wrapping up and saying goodbye. Um a girl is seen hanging around uh, with a short and tight pajama that reveals her whole legs. It's <laughs> uh, good. Okay. A girl makes a reference to a young man calling him a stud. So, you know, there's some pretty saucy chatting in it. Yeah. And two girls talk about farts. <laughs> How is that in sex and nudity? You tell me. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I don't know. You can find anything on the internet if you look hard enough. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, actually, one final thing is, are you up for Incredibles 2? The trailer came out very recently. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Have you seen the trailer? I've seen the trailer, yeah, with the baby, with the eye lasers. Yeah. Looks good. I li- yeah. I'm up for it. I liked the first one. Uh, talking about have you seen trailers, have you seen the trailer for Rampage? Yep. Saw that as well. Um, looks W-I-S R-E Rampage it'll just be like all the rest of the Rocks films up for it (laughs) 30 foot wolf I'm on board you're certainly on board yeah probably go and watch it (laughs) really didn't need to get made but yeah probably go see it 
Okay. I mean, you know. Fine. What are we going to do on the next show? Do you know? Is it a look ahead? Uh, yeah, it'll be the December look ahead. Yeah, end of the year, eh? It's coming up. Wild. Well, if you'd like to let us know anything that you'd like to uh, have us discuss in particular about what's coming up in December, like if you want us to cover a particular film that will be coming out around then, then let us know. Go to facebook.com forward slash guys on film and leave us a comment there. And you can get us on Instagram and Twitter at GOF Podcast. That's about it, really. Yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah. Probably been too much. <laughs> no, it's, can't change that now. Okay, bye. Bye. Or you can because you're going to edit it. Bye. Bye. Right. <laughs> We've recorded too much. Can't change that now.